Hello, and welcome to Sermon in the Berg, the official podcast for the Southside Mount Washington Parish community. We're glad you're here with us as we celebrate Holy Thursday from our homes together. While this is not intended to replace the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass, we hope it brings you closer in spiritual communion to our parish grouping and to our community across the country. Now, before we go any further, we want to make a brief announcement. We are proud to share that the Southside Mount Washington Parish community will be live streaming some of the masses and services for Holy Week, including live streaming Mass on Easter Sunday. We have released that information to you via Flocknote, our social media, an in-home mailing, which all parishioners should have received, and on our parish website. Tomorrow, Good Friday, we will be live streaming Stations of the Cross at 3 p.m. on both our Facebook and our YouTube channel, and this can be found on our website. And we also will be live streaming Tenebrae tomorrow evening at 7 p.m. on Facebook and our parish website. Lastly, we will be live streaming Easter Sunday morning from our parish website and Facebook, and that will be at 11 a.m. And again, all of this can be found on our parish website at popsmm.org. Again, that's popsmm.org. Today, our homily and prayers will be led by Father Daniel Strawn. Since it's Holy Thursday, Father Daniel has been gracious enough to add some additional prayers and reflections into the podcast today. Now today, we will read all of the sacred scripture for you on this episode, but know that you can always find the readings for personal reflection on the USCCB website, which is usccb.org. Again, that's usccb.org. And now we begin. Welcome to the Southside Mount Washington Parish community as we celebrate Holy Thursday of the Lord's Supper. A special welcome is extended to anyone who's joining us virtually today. Please know that here on the podcast and in our church community, you are always welcome here. Assisting us today is your host, myself, Amanda Bruce. Our musicians are myself, Amanda Bruce, and Tom Conroy, our associate organist and choir director. And our celebrant today is Father Daniel Strawn. Speak. 
God, who have called us to participate in this most sacred supper, in which your only begotten Son, when about to hand himself over to death, entrusted to the Church a sacrifice new for all eternity, the banquet of his love. Grant, we pray, that we may draw from so great a mystery the fullness of charity and of life. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. A reading from the book of Exodus. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, This month shall stand at the head of your calendar. You shall reckon it the first month of the year. Tell the whole community of Israel, On the tenth of this month, every one of your families must procure for itself a lamb, one apiece for each household. If a family is too small for a whole lamb, it shall join the nearest household in procuring one, and shall share in the lamb in proportion to the number of persons who partake in it. The lamb must be a one-year-old male and without blemish. You may take it from either the sheep or the goats. You shall keep it until the fourteenth day of this month, and then, with the whole assembly of Israel present, it shall be slaughtered during the evening twilight. They shall take some of its blood and apply it to the two doorposts and the lintel of every house in which they partake of the lamb. That same night they shall eat its roasted flesh with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. This is how you are to eat it, with your loins girt, sandals on your feet, and your staff in hand. You shall eat like those who are in flight. It is the Passover of the Lord. For on this same night I will go through Egypt, striking down every firstborn of the land, both man and beast, and executing judgment on all the gods of Egypt, I, the Lord." But the blood will mark the houses where you are. Seeing the blood, I will pass over you. Thus, when I strike the land of Egypt, 
no destructive blow will come upon you. This day shall be a memorial feast for you, which all your generations shall celebrate with pilgrimage to the Lord as a perpetual institution. The Word of the Lord. reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, I received from the Lord what I also handed on to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the night he was handed over, took bread, and, after he had given thanks, broke it, and said, This is my body that is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, also the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the death of the Lord 
until he comes. The Word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Before the Feast of Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to pass from this world to the Father. Jesus loved his own in the world, and he loved them to the end. The devil had already induced Judas, son of Simon the Iscariot, to hand Jesus over. So during supper, fully aware that the Father had put everything into his power, and that he had come from God and was, was returning to God, Jesus rose from supper and took off his outer garments. Jesus took a towel and tied it around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and dry them with a towel around his waist. Jesus came to Simon, Peter, who said to him, Master, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered and said to Peter, What I am doing you do not understand now, but you will understand later. Peter said to Jesus, You will never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, Unless I wash you, you will have no inheritance with me. Simon Peter said to Jesus, Master, then not only my feet, but my hands and head as well. Jesus said to Peter, Whoever has bathed has no need except to have his feet washed, for he is clean all over. So you are clean, but not all. For Jesus knew who would betray him. For this reason, he said, not all of you are clean. So when Jesus had washed their feet and put his garments back on and reclined at table again, he said to them, Do you realize what I have done for you? You call me teacher and master, and rightly so, for indeed I am. If I, therefore, the master and teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash one another's feet. I have given you a model to follow, so that, as I have done for you, you should also do. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. A blessed Holy Week, a blessed Holy Thursday to you as we join together, but apart, to pray with the liturgy of the Mass of the Lord's Supper. And thank you. Thank you for taking the time to pray with us and to pray for us via this electronic format. Please also take advantage of the many resources made available to us from the Holy Father, Pope Francis, by accessing the Vatican website, as well as the resources provided by our own Diocese of Pittsburgh. Please also consider participating in the Triduum Retreat offered by the monks of St. Vincent Arch Abbey in La Trobe. Access is on their website, stvincentseminary.edu. Many thanks also go to the parishioners, benefactors, and staff of our Prince of Peace and St. Mary of the Mount parishes for their wonderful efforts to keep our parishes operating and serving our people, especially our family members in need. Thank you for your continued prayerful and financial support. With that said, please take a moment to pray for our parishioners, benefactors, and parish staff. Please pray for one another. Pray God's protection on them and their families. Pray God's healing and consolation for all affected by the pandemic. The sick and dying, the families, losing loved ones, 
the healthcare and public safety personnel risking their lives to keep us safe, and business owners who are struggling to provide us with goods and services. Pray for those who have lost income and who are anxious or afraid of what is going to happen next. Pray for that person who is alone or has no one to pray with them or for them. Pray for yourself too, and please pray for me. May we all experience God's relentless mercy and his mighty and tender love. And if you or someone you know needs help, please contact our office or call me directly. We are in this together, and the more we help one another, of course, doing our best to stay safe for the sake of each other, the better off we all will be. So if you need help, we are here for you, or we will direct you to the appropriate resources for assistance. Finally, this current crisis prompts us all to greater responsibility, specifically the responsibility to one another to stay safe, to venture out only if necessary, and to give one another some space so as to prevent transmission of the virus. So please stay safe and give each other some space for the sake of others and for yourself. And that brings us to our simple lesson for our prayer and reflection for this Holy Thursday and Easter celebration. In the instructions for the Mass of the Lord's Supper, and yes, there are instructions, before various solemn celebrations, the Roman Missal, that is the book that we use to guide us in our prayer, provides instruction or guidance to the presider on certain particulars relevant to the celebration. So, in the instruction for today, for the Mass of the Lord's Supper, after the proclamation of the Gospel, it states, quote, The priest gives a homily in which light is shed on the principal mysteries that are commemorated in this Mass, namely, the institution of the Holy Eucharist, and of the priestly order, and the commandment of the Lord concerning fraternal charity, end quote. Let's address that last one first. In the Gospel of John, chapter 13, proclaimed at Mass, please take a look at it when you get a chance. Pray over it. Pray yourself into it. Again, John, chapter 13. We are reminded so beautifully of the power of love and what love can prompt within us if we just let it. And in the gospel, we learn of Jesus' command and example of love, to will the benefit of the other, to serve, to sacrifice, to give of oneself for the sake of the other. Jesus reveals this great love by offering himself to the Father for our sake. The passion of Jesus, the horrific and brutal, torture and death, reveals that there is nothing Jesus won't do for our sake. Jesus loves the Father that much. Jesus loves us that much that he gave himself over to death for you, for me. And in our celebration, Jesus shares this same love with his disciples and us by instituting the Eucharist, the real and present memorial and eternal moment of the sacrifice made once for all. And we participate in this great gift of the Eucharist by our celebration and reception of it. And then by living it, love made manifest in our lives. And Jesus shares this same love with his disciples and the church by instituting the order of priesthood to stand in the person of Jesus in offering his love, mercy, compassion, and life, in offering the Eucharist and the other sacraments for the people of God. Love. The love of God. Love of God offered, real and always present in the Eucharist, the body and blood of Jesus. Love 
perpetuated and shared through the order of priesthood. And these sacraments of love are offered by God for us because he knows our deepest human need, our deepest need to be loved and to love, to accept love and to share love. These realities are at the core of who we are. However, the unique circumstances of our time, for good cause, of course, the mandate for social distancing, for giving one another some space to limit the spread of the virus, is restricting us from public participation in the Eucharist and not allowing the priest to exercise a public ministry in offering the Eucharist and the other sacraments to the people. Quick aside, just so we're all clear, Mass is still being offered. The public participation for the sake of safety and health is restricted. How odd and dysfunctional it is that this Holy Week, where we celebrate and participate in God's love made manifest in the Eucharist, we cannot fully participate in it. Maybe there is a lesson in this trial of ours. The inability for us to participate physically in the Eucharist might just be a call to us to focus our minds, hearts, and wills more deliberately on what the Eucharist really is, what it makes present to us. Love. God's love for us. And our participation and communion in his love and in his life. And maybe this crisis is prompting us to recognize that, although absent from the Eucharist, we still are so wonderfully loved by God. Although absent from the Eucharist, we still can beautifully love others, but just in a different way. Maybe this absence from the Eucharist is supposed to prompt us to a greater desire for God's love and a greater desire to share God's love with others. Again, love is understood as willing or desiring the good of the other. But in the extrovert world, we are accustomed. Before the crisis, love evolved into thinking, incorrectly at times, that we have to be near that person, or in that person's company, or even to be friends with a certain person because of love. Love wills the good of the other. And sometimes, the good of the other requires us not to be near them. So love, at times, prompts social distancing. And this is beautifully illustrated in sacred scripture, Genesis chapter 13, when Abram, later Abraham, and his cousin Lot go their separate ways, out of love for each other. Read it yourself. Pray over the scene. Again, Genesis chapter 13. Two huge families and households, with many workers and much livestock, illustrated by Abram and Lot. Because it was harmful for them to remain so close, they decided to go their separate ways and to give one another some space. Abram and Lot became the first in Bible history to practice heroic social distancing, giving one another some space out of love for the other. So in love, on this Holy Thursday and Easter, celebrate love, willfully, deliberately, with attention and intention, Choose to allow God to love you. Offer yourself a little treat as an expression of God's love for you. Allow yourself to experience something good and pleasant. 
nice, enjoyable, tasty, fulfilling, pleasurable, and allow it to be a simple and personal expression of God's love for you. And enjoy it as you would God's love. Consider taking a few moments after this podcast to pray over the sacred scripture, the Psalms maybe, or a personal devotion, maybe the sacred heart of Jesus, rejoicing in God's love for you. Sing a song of joy in God's love. Dance a bit too if you want. Go for a walk, or just sit outside if you can, and breathe deeply the freshness of God's love and enjoy it. And then consider sharing that same love with others. And in these days, let God's love for you prompt in you heroic self-sacrifice, heroic service in giving of yourself for the sake of another. Check on your family and neighbors and co-workers. If you have not heard from them in a few days or seen them outside their house, consider loving them from afar. Send them a text or call them just to check to see if they are okay. And in love, like Abram and Lot, practice some heroic social distancing and give one another some space for their sake and for yours. And may God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. response to the prayers of the faithful today is Lord hear our prayer for all priests may God continue to purify and sanctify them in their holy orders let us pray to the Lord for nations and peoples torn by conflict may the Lord grant them his peace let us pray to the Lord for all people who are oppressed May they receive the grace of perseverance. Let us pray to the Lord. For the Lord's abundant blessing upon this faith community, let us pray to the Lord. For courage, perseverance, and safety for all those suffering from COVID-19, as well as for those who care for them, let us pray to the Lord. For those who have died in the faith, may God bring them to himself for a life of eternal joy and peace. Let us pray to the Lord. While we are unable to unite ourselves in the celebration of the Eucharist at Mass, we can still unite ourselves to Jesus and through him, with him, and in him to one another by making a spiritual communion. This simple act of faith, this act of spiritual communion, expresses our faith in the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist and asks him to unite himself with us. So let us pray. 
My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament of the Eucharist. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at last spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and I unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. Grant, Almighty God, that, just as we are renewed by the supper of your Son in this present age, so we may enjoy his banquet for all eternity, who lives and reigns forever and ever. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Recording of the Servant Song, Psalm 116, Ubi Caritas, and Stay Here were performed by Amanda Bruce and Tom Conroy and were used with permission from OneLicense.net. This podcast is the property of the Southside Mount Washington Parish community, all rights reserved. That's it for today. Please forward this podcast to fellow parishioners or anyone whom you think would benefit from it. We hope you join us tomorrow for Stations of the Cross live-streamed at 3 p.m. and Tenebrae live-streamed at 7 p.m. And lastly, we hope you join us for Easter Sunday Mass, live-streamed at 11 a.m. on Sunday. Stay safe, stay home if at all possible, and know that, especially in this holiest of weeks, we are praying for you.